All right, everybody. Welcome to episode two of the Coffee and Scream podcast. We are excited to be here again today, and we cannot wait to bring you what uh, we have today. Are you ready, Ryan? I am ready. It is another beautiful day. There's a lot going on in the world in the field of spooky things and paranormal activity and unexplained monster or alien sightings. There's a lot to talk about today. Oh, man. So we are really excited to jump right into it, but before we do, we have a huge announcement to make to all of the Scream team out there. Oh, yeah. You guys named yourself in the live stream chat. You did, yeah. So you're officially the Scream team, so. Congratulations, Scream team. But We have a big announcement for you, and that is we have a third permanent (gasps) co-host. Oh, snap. Who is it, Ryan? Who could it be? Probably someone that we know. Yeah? Yeah? (laughs) (laughs) That's my standard. (laughs) It's Viva! (laughs) Viva! Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> starting the show off right. I was I was I was waiting for you to like do a back and forth with me, and it didn't. Oh my god, that was funny. Hi, Viva. hi, it's me again. Hi, how's you guys, it going? You guys have yeah. We have asked Viva to come back. We are so excited to have her here. We did that first podcast where Viva, you were the guest, yes, and we had so much chemistry in the podcast, and you had such wonderful insight into the actual things that we were talking about Mm -hmm. reviewing and uh we just it was like it fit like a glove you know yes unlike oj simpson i was literally (laughs) just about to say unlike oj oh my god see this is why we work everybody this is exactly why we work we all share a brain we do yeah so and Lord, what you, was that? I don't know. I think there's a demon in my chest. Oh my gosh. That's for a different podcast. That's a different podcast. We'll talk about that. So how does it feel to be back on the Coffee and Scream set for the second and <laughs> one of many times? I am excited. Um, you guys know that I love working with you and I have always been a big supporter of you guys. You know, I've always been here for you um, in the sort of paranormal realm, but also just as a friend see our natural chemistry with each other um because it just like you said it just works it just fits together and it's like an uh uh-oh oreo you know (laughs) where it's like the white cookie and then the chocolate on the inside so yeah (laughs) so it works and the other beautiful thing about it is is through the podcast having you as a co-host with all all of us talking together there is an element that you don't really get to see in the paranormal field a lot, which is what is the female perspective? What is the yes. woman's point of view? And that's one thing we wanted to do with this podcast when we decided to create Coffee and Scream was create a different type of paranormal podcast that highlights as a whole spectrum all things spooky, all things paranormal. And when we found out that you were willing to come on and be a full-time co-host, we were like, yes, this is perfect. Because not only do we have a lot of chemistry, you're a really close friend of ours, but also... Everyone out there gets to hear things from a different perspective besides two dudes sitting here talking about spooky things. So That's very true. And then on top of that, I really love to talk. So it's kind of perfect for me. So it, it I get to hang out with my friends and talk to you guys as well as you guys out there. How y'all doing? <laughs> um, so it just kind of fits for me. I always love hanging out with you guys. Even if you guys are like, hey, come over and like 
have dinner and watch a movie, I'm like, I'm down. So yeah. it works. Yeah, we, uh, we're we so excited that you decided to come back and do this. And we're glad that everybody watching was like, she needs to be on there permanently. And uh, we already made that decision before y'all did. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're glad that you enjoyed the podcast, enjoyed having Viva on here. And it, yeah, you guys both said it. It just, it flows so smoothly between mm-hmm. the three of us. And uh, it's exciting. I'm excited to to keep doing this. I know. This is such a cool chapter. It is. It, it is. is a wonderful chapter. And speaking of chapters, I really want to take a sip of my coffee, but I can't until we do the mug of the day. That's oh, very true. My gosh, that's true. So we better get this mug of the day out of the way so that I can take a sip of my coffee. Slay. <laughs> it's a poem. <laughs> I don't know what poem you write in. <laughs> I'm not as wonderful at poetry as my girlfriend, Miranda, who is a natural poet. And very true has a published poetry book. So link to that down in the description, everyone. Go check out Miranda's poetry, and then you won't have to suffer through mine. I think somebody slipped something in your coffee. That's what I'm saying. I had to smell it earlier. I'm like, is this an Irish coffee? (laughs) You started your day with, like, caffeine, creamer, some some sweetener, Mm -hmm. and some vodka. I don't, I don't, I don't reveal my secrets. Listen, it's it's twelve o'clock somewhere. Okay, yeah. here in fifteen minutes. <laughs> that's true. Oh my gosh, that's true. You just got started a little early. So. I know. That's all. He got a head start. I wish, but no. It's just coffee. <laughs> I'm just excited today. Yeah, well, the good. It feels good to be back on the po- the the coffee and scream podcast. Set. I know. It is. It's exciting to be here. Um, Viva all right, mug. <laughs> what? Dave Mug. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Well, I am starting this podcast off with my, um, what's this called? Ouija board. Ouija board um, mug. Sorry, the coffee hasn't kicked in for me yet today, guys. But yeah, I've got my uh, Ouija board mug. That's right. All it's missing is the uh, planchette, and we can summon some things here. I know. He's already got a demon in his ribcage, so. I do. Yeah, I'm channeling. We're already that's halfway probably, there. That's probably where it came from. There he you sipped go. from the Ouija board mug, mm-hmm. and it summoned a demon into, mm-hmm. his, into his throat. Hello. Oh. Yikes. Anyway. <laughs> that's a different podcast. Anyway. Uh, that's a different, that's a different <laughs> platform. <laughs> My mug of the day is from one of the most haunted cities in America, which I purchased it in 2021 when we traveled there. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've had it for quite a while, but it is a Salem mug. I don't know if you can see that. Salem, Massachusetts, the witch city. Look at that. So sipping some coffee out of the witch city here. Now, my mug, which it's already in frame. Um, If you've watched the very first episode of uh, Coffee and Scream podcast, if you haven't, go ahead and check that out. Ryan had a massive horn. Okay. Genuine. Genuine. Genuine massive horn. And I don't have a massive horn, but it's not about the size of the horn. Okay? It's about what it does for you. And what this does for me is better than anything you could ever imagine. Because it has cold coffee in it. And it carries the coffee to your face. It carries the coffee to my face, and it's beautiful. It's not as big as Ryan's horn, but it's just as good. Remember that. Remember yeah. that. Remember that. Yeah. So let us know in the comments <laughs> down below which mug wins today. Is it the Ouija board mug? Is it the Salem mug? Or is it now Viva's massive horn? Medium. Viva's average horn. At, first of all, bitch. <laughs> 
No, you didn't. Just call me average. Don't call my horn average. Viva's medium-sized horn. Thank you. That feels a little bit better. <laughs> so let us know down in the comments which one you prefer. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I think you won last time. Did with, I? With your mug. Yeah, you did. <gasps> I love that for me. Yeah, but you had the per literally the perfect mug. It was mug. literally so perfect. I have so many mugs. Oh my God. I'm about to turn y'all out with my mugs. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> every, every single one I'm going to have, bam. Fancy mug, bam! Fancy mug, bam. it's gonna. I love it. I can't wait. We need to. We need to step up our game. I got to start going to Mugs R Us. Yeah. Stocking up. Is that a mm -hmm. thing? No, it's not. Oh, should be though. It should be. Uh, I would live there. I love mugs. <laughs> Leave a comment if you like mugs. It's like I have so many mugs, and I don't think I have a problem. But apparently, I might have a problem. So if you also have a bunch of mugs, please let me know. Should we make a coffee and scream mug? <gasps> Ooh, put it up on the merch site. Maybe Ooh. we'll put it on paranormalquestmerch.com. Yeah, should we, guys? If you want us to make a coffee and scream mug, let us know. Leave a comment below. That would be cool. Do it. Before before we get into the discussion of today's topic, which is a very interesting topic, being that the entire internet is ablaze with, I guess, the pandemonium and the drama of what has been happening in the, in the worldwide news, let's talk about our days. What's going on with us? Dave, we went on a trip recently. <laughs> we did. We, oh my God. <laughs> I never, no, no offense to anybody who lives in Kentucky, but <laughs> I don't ever want to go back to Kentucky. Ever. <laughs> I, I love Kentucky. Kentucky is cursed for us, though. It is. Oh, my gosh. That was two weeks in a row. Well, not two weeks in a row, but two separate Kentucky trips. Just absolute, total pandemonium. Yes. Oh, and no. We got to investigate some good haunted locations. Shout out to Blue Collar Paranormal for inviting us down once yes. again to investigate some of those locations. We love hanging out with Marshall and, and Jada when we get to see her, and we love investigating the locations that they find. Uh, but there was one particular incident this particular trip that was quite memorable. We held a public event with Blue Collar Paranormal, two of them actually, one at the Morgan County Jail and one at the Bentonville School in Bentonville, Ohio, mm -hmm. which is just across the border from Kentucky. So technically, this isn't even a part of the Kentucky curse. So we were investigating the Bentonville School during that public event, and we had a lot of crazy activity. If you want an update on the stuff that happened and the stuff that we caught, go to the Paranormal Quest YouTube channel and check out our Bentonville School episode that came out just recently, but we were on the public event after all the crazy paranormal activity happened, it was right after midnight, the door to the school swings open and Marshall comes running in to the school saying, is there a nurse here? I heard there was a nurse here. Is someone a nurse? Yeah. And immediately we're like, what is going on? So a brief synopsis of what happened. Marshall and a few of the guests were standing out in the parking lot and they heard a car coming down the road at a high speed. And they look and they see this SUV swerving in and out of the lanes, not at all maintaining the lane, and swerves hard to the right and accelerates to 60 miles an hour, hits the telephone pole, snaps it in half like a toothpick, flips the vehicle over, the telephone pole leans on top of this man's car as he half flies out of the driver's side window. What? Yeah. Right in front of the school. Now, this is the part that it, it, this is like, it's almost like a dream because Marshall, in the moment before he ran back in, you know, they always say there's two different types of people in an emergency situation those that panic and don't know what to do, those that, you know, some people just pull their phones out, and others that spring into action and take action to make sure everyone's okay. Technically, that's three kind of people. That is three kind of people. 
sometimes they bleed. Yeah, across. that's true. That's true. Um, Marshall is an absolute hero in this situation. There were a lot of heroes that night, but Marshall was the first. I mean, he ran over to that car. I mean, there's power lines hanging down over top of this car, sparks wow. falling onto it, and Marshall ran over to him to make sure this man was not going to get electrocuted. He ran up to the car, this overturned car, grabbed the man by the shoulders on the back of the coat and drug him out the window of the car oh and across gosh. the road to safety before he came back in and asked if there was a nurse. Yeah. Wow. And that, uh, after that, the event, we didn't do much ghost hunting after that. Um, The one thing we did learn in that situation, Dave, was that if you ever find yourself in in an emergency situation, you would be very lucky to have ghost hunters or paranormal investigators nearby. Yes. Because all of us, all of us stopped and we were outside, a whole crowd of us blocking traffic so nobody drove through, making sure the emergency vehicles got to where they needed to be. Um, and making sure no one else got hurt. And at the end of the day, from what we understand, the man is fine. And uh, the police determined that he was intoxicated. And uh, he probably got a nice new pair of silver bracelets. Yeah, he probably did. It, uh, that, that was, it shook everybody that was there up. I mean, it was a great night of investigating at the event before that happened. And then afterwards, it just kind of like sucked everybody's energy out and because everybody that was in there rushed out there into the parking lot to make sure this guy was okay and it's you know like ryan said it's just like this mentality amongst the ghost hunters Mm -hmm. that they just banded together and went out and made sure that everybody was okay and that this guy was a not going to take off and b just that he was okay and um yeah, I remember standing out there, and he just kept saying that he was fine. He was fine. Somebody hit him, and uh, that's not the way that it happened. But wow, no, not at all. He very much did not really know where he was. He said he saw another vehicle, but there was no other car on the road but him. And uh, but when I review the situation in my brain, you know, because Marshall has gained the nickname as the Paranormal Superman, and I think that just reinforces <laughs> oh, that. Oh, that's so sweet, though. It is. <laughs> oh, and my gosh. I like to, in my brain, the way I like to envision it is after the whole thing went down, I just imagine Marshall ripping the door off of the car and, you know, blocking the power lines in a shower <laughs> of sparks and flying this man to safety. Using the door as a shield. Oh, using, my Yeah, gosh. using the door as a shield, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh Shout out gosh. to Blue Collar Paranormal and Marshall, man. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, it sucks that that situation had to happen overall. He could have easily become another paranormal entity that people were going to be talking to. Um, yeah. But good thing Marshall was there. He leapt right into action. It was it was unfortunate that it happened, but it mm-hmm. was yeah glad that he was there. And it's crazy because one of the paranormal claims of the Bentonville school is that the intersection that sits right in front of the school is one of the most dangerous intersections in Ohio. And there was a situation years ago where a young girl was struck by a drunk driver and Mm. uh, passed away right in the parking lot of the school as she was getting on the school bus. She was hit by a car. Right about the same exact place. Yeah, right about the same exact place. So um it's crazy to actually hear the ghost stories and the the lore and the history of that intersection, but then also to experience it firsthand is, is just is just wild. Yeah. You know, we got a firsthand view into just how dangerous that part of that that stretch of road 
is in Bentonville. But on a more positive <laughs> note, Viva, what's going on in your day? What's going on in your life? Talk about your spooky things before we move into the topic of the day. Um, well, I do have one spooky thing. I am actually going to be, I got invited to do spooky stuff uh, near Pittsburgh, which I'm really excited about. Um, so I am going to be near Pittsburgh next week for like four days. Oh, wow. Um, my friend that I had mentioned in the first episode, um, Becky, my bloody Galentine, she invited me um, out to Pittsburgh for um, like a special event that she's putting on. Um, so I'm really excited to actually be able to like collaborate with her because she is an amazing person for one. And for two, she's an amazing investigator. Um, she has a bunch of like haunted items in her mm -hmm. house. I don't know if you guys have like seen any of her TikToks or social media and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. But she has like literal haunted items in her home that she lives with on a regular basis. And, um, so I'm really excited to kind of see the way that she um, investigates because I, I feel like everybody investigates very, very differently, especially in different locations. Obviously, you're going to approach a location a little bit differently than you would like, for example, if you go into somebody's house that's haunted versus if you go into a prison. Sure. Um, so I am excited to see how our investigative styles kind of work together um, and what evidence will be getting i'm excited that yeah. is that is really exciting I she's know. she's a really nice person um, she is i love her um stuff that she puts on twitter or x or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it now it's very um uplifting and supportive of other people yes. and um very much is not afraid to call out people who are being trash mm -hmm. and uh it's very cool to see that. And we actually investigated with her once at um, the Crescent Hotel. Love that. Yeah. Yes. We, well, we didn't get to investigate with her, but she was... Did we? She was there. We uh, we were... She was doing her TikTok thing. Yeah, she was, she was doing that. She investigated with Kalani Ghost Hunter a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we got the opportunity to try and go find her, she was done investigating and asleep so <laughs> yeah. we didn't get a chance i mean we'd love to go out and collaborate with becky one day but one thing you got to work on while you're seeing her viva is you got to see if she'll come on the podcast <gasps> Ooh, see if she'll shit. be a guest becky this is your formal invitation which your <laughs> informal invitation will come in the form hey, girl. of viva here how you doing <laughs> hi come on the podcast and talk about your haunted items yes absolutely that would be awesome but yeah i'm really excited i have i feel like for the most part i've always like collabed that's what the kids say collabed with you guys and i love obviously collabing with you guys i love working with you guys like you guys are amazing um but it's nice to actually like have somebody be like hey you're really cool and i yeah. want to work with you and i'm like oh <laughs> that's awesome i guess i am cool <laughs> you know it's it's definitely a a big mood booster and it kind of makes me feel like i'm going in the right direction so well that's exciting on that note in the respect of the time and not going over time here. Let's get into today's topic. Ooh, yeah. So Dave and I have been talking about this quite in depth, and I saw, Viva, you posted a TikTok about it recently. <laughs> I did! <laughs> oh my god, I did. Okay, yes, I did. And uh, there's been a lot going on, especially in the uh, Floridian area of the United States, in the hamlet in the city of Miami, Florida. When is there, like not something going on That's in true. Florida. Like Florida as a state is just like another world. 
for those of you that didn't see, in the Bayside Mall in Miami, Florida, there was a disturbance when people started to notice a very large police presence outside the mall. Mm-hmm. Now, we did a video on the Paranormal Quest YouTube channel, Dave, and I sat down and talked about it a little bit. Now we're going to dive a little bit more into what people see, what people have happened, or what people have claimed, and... Uh, the whole story as much as we can and as much as we know. Once people started to investigate the police presence, which they thought was rather suspicious because it was every single cop in the area of Miami, Florida was at the Bayside Mall. Hundreds of units converged on the mall. Nobody knew why. They said that the airspace was closed down, that uh, it was very difficult for anyone to even get within a block's radius of this mall. Well, as the police started to release information, they said that it was teenagers, a whole group of teenagers that were fighting with sticks, destroying property, setting off fireworks inside the mall, which made people believe that were there that there might have been an active situation going on in the mall because there's a bunch of fireworks going off, mm-hmm. could sound like a firearm. So that would explain the strong police presence, but other people don't believe it. Cue, cue my chemical romance. It's always the teenagers. <laughs> oh. Always. It, I would sing that right now if I didn't think we weren't going to get copywritten because I love that song and yeah. I love them so much. No, um, Our yeah. first cease and desist, My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance, please don't cease and desist us. I love you so much. Oh, my God. I love you so much. <laughs> please. Um, no, I did hear about this. And um, the very first thing that people were saying, because the video that I saw was of somebody in their like I think high rise or something in one of the buildings like across from the mall and they were recording they were like what are all these police officers doing here like this is insane Mm -hmm. and um I think there was a portion where they like zoomed in on the front (laughs) steps and you can kind of see this like something and for the police to deny that there was something there whether it was like an alien some sort of creature or a human being um it's hard to deny that like there wasn't anything there when you have like these it looked like there were spotlights on this particular thing following it as it went like along yes of course the video is very grainy you know potato cam exactly Mm -hmm. literally shooting a video from a potato (laughs) (laughs) Um, but even though it is grainy you can tell that there's something there that doesn't look like a human being it's very strange when when they zoom in on it and it's just like this morphing looking yeah it looked Oops. like it kind of looked like a like a like a mist or some sort of like undulating form yes. it did not look human to me mm. it was deb- it was weird it, it was, was weird it is it, it does look very weird in the video and you know you look at all of the internet theories of people that believe these This is some sort of extraterrestrial that has landed in the Bayside Mall. And I've heard stories of people talking about, well, there's a place in Antarctica that is known for UFO sightings and landings of UFOs. Mm -hmm. And they said that if you take the latitude and longitude and you put it backwards, that it is the latitude and longitude of the Bayside Mall. And that is the correlation that the aliens got the coordinates wrong and ended up in Miami, Florida. So sorry for you aliens that you had to end up in Miami. Aren't aliens supposed to be smart? Bitch, well, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, how no, they gonna get coordinates wrong? Like, like I'm 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 pulling out my tinfoil hat here. I know. You know. This is a very, and the thing that I when I heard that theory that it was the longitude and latitude reversed, the coordinates for the mall are the same but reversed as this Antarctic coordinates. I thought to myself, but isn't longitude and latitude a human being invented form of geolocation? Yes. So why would the aliens use this? <laughs> 
to land their very highly, I guess, technological spacecrafts. I don't know. They may not be highly technological. They might be flying on a space bicycle. I mean, I you'd know. think they would at least have GPS on their spacecraft. I know. Yeah. They get, use Waze. Get Tom, Tom, Shout out Tom. to Waze. <laughs> they have, they're still working with TomTom. Tom. Oh, Maybe. my God. They No, they still have the maps that you have to, like, unfold. <laughs> yeah. And you, like... Point to like okay we got to go there and then we have to trail and take this that's what they're using map quest pull yeah. out the rand mcnally <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i i love all of the uh inf- one the information or lack thereof that's coming out of miami in regards to this incident um but as well as the people online that are like when are we going to get a break? Yeah. That, right. That's basically what my TikTok was. It was just me screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I am sick of this. Because we were, what, like seven we're like seven days into it when that happened? Or like... It was New Year's Day. Was it on New Year's Day? The first day. Was it? Yeah. I didn't see it until... Day. I didn't see it until like like that week or yeah. something. Yeah, it was New Year's Day. They didn't even give it a full day. Oh well, and the thing is, this is interesting too in regards to more information about Miami. So a lot of the testimony of these 10 foot tall creatures was coming from an eyewitness report of a man who posted a video on the internet, TikTok. I'm not quite sure what social media platform it was. Mm-hmm. Well, you definitely have to believe that. Well, yeah, especially because a few days later he came out and said that it was a joke and that he's never been to Miami in his life. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Believe everything you see on the internet, guys. Believe everything. You have to. Um, like, I'm a multimillionaire. <laughs> Believe it. So people started to actually analyze this video more, and I actually recently saw uh, an, an analysis on TikTok of a man who had acquired a clearer version of the video Oh. of this creature. And in this clearer version, you can actually see this creature is just three people walking side by side, and it's the lighting that caused oh. the illusion to make it look like this video was a creature or an alien. So the video itself is not proof of anything other than that light can play strange tricks mm-hmm. on you if you have very, very poorly compressed video. The eyewitness report from the man who said he saw the 10-foot tall figures, also not true. <laughs> um so it's starting to look like Miami might not have had an alien situation and we might have had some stick-fighting teenagers on our hands. So when it comes down to it, there were people walking outside of a mall. That's crazy. See, but at the same time, though, like, why would there be that many cop cars? You know what I mean? Like, I understand teen- oh, teenagers are so scary with their sticks um, <laughs> and fireworks, but you wouldn't send out, like, an entire battalion of police officers for teenagers. I don't know unless they thought it was some kind of I don't know if you're allowed to say the word on here but uh, a terrorist attack of some sort. You know, it, it, I think it all comes down to the the fireworks sounding like guns mm-hmm. triggered an active response from the police department. I think is what it comes down to if I had to guess. Now, if anyone from the Miami Police Department wants to come on the podcast <laughs> and talk about this, We'll put the you know, email on the screen. Then we'll put the email on the screen. Come on the podcast, do a short interview, and tell us if we're right. Is that why there was so many? Did the fireworks trigger nine one one calls saying that there were gunshots, which then triggered an active shooting? 
response, which, you know, in a, in a, a place as big as the Bayside Mall, you're going to need as many officers as you can to create a perimeter and make sure everything's all safe. And, True. And, you know, and then it just turned out to be teenagers fighting with sticks, and they did arrest four teenagers. If there was anybody actually in the Bayside Mall when that happened and you want to tell your story, just uh, let us know. Send us an email or call into the voicemail number. We'd love to hear from you. I feel like we do need to have a whole separate episode about aliens as yeah, well. Because yeah. even though the Miami alien situation is definitely very like 50-50, you know, because yeah. realistically it's not impossible. It's no. not completely impossible. Everything has a probability of at least 0.00001. So it, there's a possibility. Mm-hmm. But there have been so many reports of aliens, and I'm sure there's some people out there might be listening right now that have had experiences with aliens or uh, extraterrestrials or UFOs and stuff like that. And I have like seen like people do interviews about their experiences with mm-hmm. alien abduction and stuff like that. So that would be a really cool like side note so if you do have any alien stories let us know yeah Yeah. my mom actually has several alien stories that mama polly she does she's had several so maybe we could get my mom to come on and tell her alien stories because they're awesome they're creepy that would be really cool and It's not, we are not saying, because we are saying that the video from the Bayside Mall, like, I know what the comments are going to be. People are going to say, well, you are, why are you debunking that? This is extraterrestrials all the way. Do you not believe in aliens? No, we, like, I entirely believe that there are extraterrestrials out there or maybe even among us right now. But I just, what what we're saying. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's one right there. That, <laughs> so it wasn't a demon in his rib cage. No, I'm that an was alien. his exoskeleton getting ready to burst forth. Have you guys ever seen Men in Black? <laughs> in the first Men in Black movie, um, there is an alien that's inside of this like older gentleman and there's a cat and the cat has Orion's belt. Like I've seen this movie a thousand times. Um, but when this man dies, like his face opens up and there's like a little alien inside of his head with like screens and like buttons and switches and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's going on with Dave. That's what you imagine it is getting ready to that's, happen. Yeah, here. that's what I imagine <laughs> is going on right now. Beep boop boop boop. <laughs> Beep boop boop boop. Beep boop boop boop. That's all I could come up with. That's his language. Yeah, that's all my alien brain could process. We were we were curious as to why you don't handle uh, or why you uh, have social like some social cues and some like you know mm-hmm. things. You know, it's it's not the fact. That, Who's was that? who was was, they, was that your alien? It's coming from within. I don't know how to stop <laughs> oh <my> it. <laughs> I'm getting ready to hatch. It y'all. turns out he's just an alien, an extraterrestrial, and that's why he doesn't he doesn't handle social interaction with human beings very well. He's yeah. getting ready to hatch. <laughs> oh, this has gone off the rails. Oh my god. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh my god, he's getting ready to hatch. Okay. Ooh, so on to the wow. Brazilian alien footage, which we yeah, showed also in the That video. one I have never seen that one before. You still haven't seen it? No. You oh gotta pull gosh. it up on the Let screen right up. here. Yeah. And I've I've watched it I've watched it a few times since we recorded the video for Paranormal Quest. And I have a couple of opinions that it could possibly be. I mean, of course, there's always the possibility that they captured something strange standing on top of the, the hilltop here. But it 
it in and of itself is a very strange video if it's not a trick of the eye. Well, look at that. The second video on there is ours. Oh, look Ooh. at that. Ooh, look at the views. Y'all better work. <laughs> y'all better, y'all better, listen, y'all better pop that ass, okay? <laughs> y'all better work. Look at them views in two days, <laughs> bitch. Thank you. Yes, that's what's up. Now, this one really... I, I did see something, somebody came out, I think it was a basketball player, and he said that this was himself on a hike. Oh. This one is actually kind of freaky. Take okay. a look. Take a look. Ooh. See, look how elongated that torso is. Yeah. Wait till it puts its arms down. Yeah, look how long it is. Ew. That's weird. I mean, if that's a basketball player, he can dunk with his feet flat on the floor. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Just not even jump, just like He's, head level. Like, What's that thing that like um, where they just stop, where they can't stop getting taller and like growing? Oh, I yes. I forget that disorder, but mm. like he must have that if that's yeah. a basketball player. <laughs> just the length of the arms is very creepy and the length of the torso and 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 like i said it could be the trick it could be a trick of the eye and that the hilltop is closer actually closer mm -hmm. than what it appears in the video but that is a very that is a very big person if that's a basketball player on a hike what holy hell what do you think viva you've never seen that before no so i've never seen that one um Honestly, I could see how it could possibly be a person because you don't see the second arm come down. So it could have easily just been like a person on their phone, just kind of standing there resting like, oh, gosh, okay, let me text this person, blah, 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 you know, doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. um, or just taking a picture of the scenery. So I could see how it could have possibly been a person, but that just, the way it moves is weird. And the way it's kind of just like standing is yeah. very strange. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> See, and that kind of bleeds into what I mentioned earlier that I wanted to talk to you guys about. There was a video of this guy that, um, I forget where it was, but um, he saw what looked like a giant walking on like a mountaintop. Oh, okay. I think it was in Canada, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he saw like this huge thing just like walking. Like you can see the arms moving and everything. And he posted it on TikTok. And of course, everybody's going back and forth like, oh, that's fake. Oh, that's real. Oh my gosh. And he went back the next day and he saw movement up there again. Um, and then he went back, I think, a couple days later. And then all of a sudden, there was this like, tent like military tent up there and really? it was all yeah and he was getting like followed like in like these black tinted out cars and there was like black tinted out cars like sitting in front of his house and like he actually was like paranoid and he like ran out and was like why are y'all following me and he like like they drove off oh, wow. and then another video he made which was like one of the last videos mind you this is getting there wait for it um one of the last videos he makes is just him standing in front of the camera just saying like, hey guys, just wanted to let you know, like I faked that video, it was not real. But he kept like looking over to the side. So some people were like, mm. oh, somebody was making him yeah. say that. Like the Britney videos. Yeah, like yeah. somebody was like forcing him to say that. He looked very tense, very nervous. And the next video after that was him like frantically running around his house. I think he was like packing. And he's like, it wasn't a joke they're after me like i have to leave and then like two weeks later he's dead that's creepy 
very very strange that is really and like weird. you can look it up online like his obituaries online there's an article about it like he straight up just died from natural causes uh-huh. mm-hmm. uh that that's weird i kind of believe in giants though like yeah not, i mean i don't think they're really around anymore mm-hmm. but i do think that they were around at a time like have you ever heard the theory that like the trees that we have now are just like bushes yes and like the big like rock formations are mm-hmm. like the bases of petrified trees. Yeah, that's uh, what's the name of that thing? It's like the Devil's Peak or something, mm-hmm. somewhere out west, and it's it's just it's just a pillar. Yeah, yeah. And but it's petrified wood, and mm-hmm. it's it's massive. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. That's that's the tough part. But yeah, I one hundred percent believe that there there's a lot out there in the world in the universe that we don't know about i mean just you you look at the oceans how many sea creatures are there that we don't even know about yet because of the extreme depths of the ocean that scares me like deep water and all of these i mean what is it they've only explored what like three percent of the ocean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we know more we know more about space than we know about the ocean that's creepy and we are on this planet yeah it's it's so it's so crazy to me it's yeah. very creepy. And the, the ocean or or the sea or whatever you want to call it is, is creepy of itself. But, like, one of my favorite things is to go down to the beach at night. But it is so creepy because mm. you don't know what something's going to lurch up out of the water at night. I don't I don't know. That's yeah. always freaked me out. The Megalodon. The Megalodon. The Meg. The Meg. Not sponsored. Not no. sponsored. We're going to get a cease and desist. Cease and desist from the Meg. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh it's gosh. free advertising. They'll probably like it. Uh... <laughs> But I mean, and and that is a kind of a cheesy action movie. But I mean, in in reality, who Never knows? There could be giant, absolutely giant sea creatures still living on the deepest parts of the ocean, the parts of the ocean that have so much pressure that we can't even get there in any sort of watercraft. You know, I mean, we got way off topic here. I know. I'm so sorry. And that's okay. I'm just I don't even to... remember what we were talking about. I'm just trying to create a bridge back from boats and hose to the Brazilian alien here. <laughs> Um, struggling. I know. Sorry. It's okay. It's the ADHD that we um, all have. Yeah. Three podcast hosts with ADHD is not a good <laughs> oh combination. <my> <laughs> I'm with not medicated either. So. Tons of nicotine. Er, nicotine. <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine. <laughs> that was the ADHD. Just... We're just, just like a, the old-timey podcast. We're just oh smoking cigs sitting here. Oh, my Lord. Wow, maybe I should put that down. Yeah, you cease and desist. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's the it's the Ouija board mug and the internal alien. Yeah. And the internal alien bursting forth. The which alien. Is a good, yeah, the alien. Maybe his internal alien was on that mountaintop in Brazil, or maybe it was a very tall basketball player. Maybe it was him. Maybe it was Dave. Maybe it was me. I don't know. In his true form. Sound off in the comments if you think it was Dave on that mountaintop in Brazil. Yeah. Am I an alien? Let us know in the comment section. (laughs) (laughs) What a question to ask. (laughs) What has this podcast become on episode two? So do we have anything to uh, continue on with the aliens or should we move on to the next topic of discussion? Let's take a vote between the three of us. Raise your hand if you believe that aliens or the possibility of aliens are real. Oh, absolutely. Okay. For sure. All three of us think that there's at least a possibility of aliens. So you guys let us know in the comments below. Do you think that there is a possibility of aliens?
chance of being amongst us. And I'm not talking about me, but... Um, Excluding Dave's alien, his ribcage. Yes. Just let us know in the comments below. Let us know. And let's move on to the next topic of discussion. A question that we received from Amy Ireland. Is that is that who, who sent us this, this question? Amy Ireland 101. On Instagram. Amy Ireland 101 on Instagram asks us, have we ever had an attachment after an investigation? We think we may have one now. That yeah, that's true. Yeah, really? we didn't we didn't tell Viva about. I, I was gonna say y'all didn't tell me that. I don't know if you noticed when you came in the house, we have a bunch of new cameras installed. Um, no. Yeah, so we've been having some really weird stuff happen in the house here. Oh. Yes. I didn't know that. No, you guys didn't tell. What did I walk into? <laughs> Dave, tell your uh, story in, that happened in in your bedroom, and I'll tell the story that I experienced over the past two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We talk about bedroom stories. Okay. I thought this was the wrong podcast, but all right, let's keep it going. I wish. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, we had, I think it was after the first, no, it was after the second trip back from Kentucky, and I was just laying there in bed, and I have a, a whiteboard and a painting that now that I think about it, the painting I actually bought in Kentucky. You did at the Murray Station Homestead. At the Murray Ooh. Station Homestead. But I have both of those sitting on my mantle in my bedroom, and they've been there since we moved in and since I bought the painting. And I was just laying there, and the whiteboard just flies off into the middle of my floor. And then a few days later, I was laying there, and the painting does the same exact thing, and it just flies off into oh. the middle of the floor. And there was nothing that could have... Like the wind or a nope. ca the cat or... Nope. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. And the weird thing that happened to me was it's happened twice over the past two weeks. So since we moved in here, you know, the first floor is the first floor's living room. You have a basement downstairs. Second floor is our bedrooms. You know, you have mine and Miranda's bedroom. You have Dave's bedroom. And then there's a guest bedroom. And then just outside of the guest bedroom and the door to mine and Miranda's bedroom, you have what a uh, door that comes up here to the office, which is where the Coffee and Scream podcast set is. Shout yes. out to this house. Shout out to this house. <laughs> but I only told that so the people watching would, would know. I was down on the first floor in the living room on the couch. Uh, Miranda was asleep both times, and Dave was hanging out, chilling in his bedroom. And I heard a noise while I was down there, and I thought, oh, you know, it happens. Maybe someone came out of the bedroom to go use the bathroom. It's fine. I come upstairs to go to bed, and as I'm walking up, I turn and I look to the right, and the door to the office is open. The door to, to come up here is just, yeah. like, not cracked open, because the door doesn't open. Like, you can leave it, and it'll stay in any position. Mm -hmm. And I, we always make sure that door's shut, because we don't want to, you know, when we're not up here, we don't want to heat this with the furnace. Yeah. So we leave that door shut all the time. It's become second nature. Even when I leave to go use the restroom when I'm up here editing, I shut the door. Door's always shut. And also to separate... The cats, Henry and Nova, because they don't get along. Yeah. I come up and I look and the door's just wide open. And I'm like, okay, you know, that's kind of strange. When it's a one-time thing, it could be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. Two nights ago, pretty much the exact same thing happened. I was downstairs on the couch watching some YouTube videos on my phone. I heard a noise. And when I came upstairs, the door to the office was just wide open. And 
I don't have any explanation for it because the door is sticky. Like it's not like it opens easily when you like you have to pull on it to get it to come open. So oh, it's, not yeah. a, it's not a vacuum that's going to pull this door open. Mm-mm. You know, it would someone would physically have to open the door and then come up here. Or someone would have to physically pull on the door to get it to come open. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the door was just wide open both times was just so bizarre to me. I I have no explanation for it. So now we have a camera pointed right at the at the door that leads up to the office because I want to catch that. Yes. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Um, but also, if there is a spirit here in the house, um, they better be coming up here to pull their weight and do some editing <laughs> because anybody got time for that? I'm playing games. You don't pay bills here, okay? See, and that goes into the question. Have I ever had an attachment? Mm-hmm. For me, I have never had an attachment. The main reason, I've gone to a bunch of different places, gone to New Orleans, done like investigations, and the one thing I always say before I leave is if you don't plan on getting a job, paying my bills, cleaning my house, you can't come home with me. I already got three headaches at home. I don't need another one. <laughs> I don't need another one. So you can stay your ass right here where you comfortable, where you know what's going on. Because you come to my house, it's going to be a problem. Amen, amen. And that's what I use. That's how I end it every single time. Hey, it seems it, to work. And it, it works every time. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, maybe we should start doing that. Maybe. We've had several instances of, of bringing things home with us throughout the years. And I, I don't know if, the, if what's going on right now is something that we brought back or if it was the lady who lived and passed here mm-hmm. yes. many years ago. But. Yes. Because it could just be a situation of a spirit in the house. But we have had other instances where, uh, like we had after the two investigations that we did in upstate New York. We did the Iron Island Museum, and then we did this Airbnb that we stayed at that we found out was actually haunted. We're not sure which place we picked something up from, but we had an attachment that followed us around who, um, what was the name that came through multiple times? Olivia. Olivia, that's right. And so Olivia came through multiple times through different devices, the spirit box, ghost tube, and then it wasn't just in the house, it followed, like I felt like someone was following me around because I had an experience in a, in a gas station, a Sheets gas station. Yeah. For those uh, of you that are sheets. not from this area, yeah, it was a Sheets, I swear. For those of you that aren't from this area, Sheets is like a, a gas station convenience store, but it's very popular. This was right after my cousin Jenna's wedding um, up in Butler, Pennsylvania. We, were, we stopped at the Butler Sheets, it was Miranda and I, and we got some made-to-order food which you do on the screen and then you pay for it and then you go and stand at the counter and you wait for the food. And we're standing there waiting and I'm looking at Miranda back towards the back of the store where the coolers are, where the aisles are. And as I'm looking at her, talking to her, behind her, it was a cheese Danish. Didn't fall off the shelf, it arced off of the shelf and landed in the middle of the aisle like it had upward trajectory and then landed right in the middle of the aisle. What the heck? And I said, did you see that? And she turned around and she saw the Danish laying there and I said, that just flew up off the shelf. A few days later, Dave and I were in Walmart. And Olivia we were, was hungry. Yeah, Olivia was saying, was buy me this say, cheese Danish. <laughs> she was like, hey, I want, I want this. I want this. She said, it's been a minute since I've had some some sugar. So I should I should have taken the sign and bought it for her, but I didn't. I put it back on the shelf, which is probably why she didn't leave leave us alone. I know. So a couple days later, we were in Walmart. It was Dave and I. We were buying. We needed a a folder for the office because we had some paperwork we needed to file. And so we're walking around Walmart through the office supplies section. And 
a notebook from the highest up top shelf. Like it was like up on the top where they store the extras. It wasn't like down where you can pick it up. It just fell off and onto us. Like it came oh, down yeah. and That's fell. That's so weird. Like into the middle of the aisle. Not like it just slid off the shelf. It was into the middle of the aisle. See what they got me getting into. <laughs> they ain't tell me none of this. And this I mean, it's all new for me, just like it's new for you. And it, it, it continues to go back. I've had a, I had an attachment when I first started investigating when I was a teenager, you know, that I thought I picked up at the West Virginia Penitentiary. And it wasn't during an investigation. It was I worked there during the Halloween attraction, the haunted house. And I worked, it just happened to be working all night, every night through the month of October in the Sugar Shack. And uh, had a weird experience. I felt really strange and affected by something. And so did Steve that night. And then afterwards, we went to the Sanford School and did an investigation, and I felt like something had followed us from the prison because I heard these really loud footsteps coming towards me when I was sitting alone in the center of the room, and I was just, I was acting very strange, like I separated myself from the group and sat alone in a chair in the middle of this dark classroom, and then I heard these really loud footsteps coming towards me from the corner, and, uh like running and that really and I didn't capture it on anything either because I didn't have any equipment we weren't filming at that point I was just a, yeah. a kid at that point and that really freaked me out but then I went home and I remember I was staying at uh I was at the time living with my mom and I had a girlfriend over and I was we were both just sitting on the floor talking and I mm-hmm. looked behind her sure <laughs> That's what the kids call That's it nowadays. Sitting on the floor talking is what the kids call it. No, mom, I was not doing anything untoward. I was. <laughs> what are you, a Victorian child? <laughs> I was not doing anything untoward, mother. I promise. Not to worry. That oh word is not in my alien vocabulary. It is not. It's not in my human vocabulary. Untoward. He wasn't doing nothing nasty, mama. He fine. That's right. We were just sitting there talking. Mm-hmm. And... I looked back, and on the far side of the room, I saw it look like look like someone. It was a shadow, but it was looked like it's someone crawling on the floor, and they crawled behind the couch. And I thought it was just the cat because of how I mean it was a, would have been a big version of the cat, but I thought there's got to be an explanation for that. So I stood up, didn't say anything to her. I just stood up and jumped and looked behind the couch, and there was nothing there. Ew. I remember. I remember you telling me that it freaked you out. A, a- Pretty good deal back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. And then I had another instance whenever I was in college. Another? Another, yeah. Oh, this was, my we, Lord. We did an investigation at a, a house in Junior, West Virginia, where the mother, whose name was Angie, or is Angie, her children were having experiences seeing a figure that had this hood that they called the mean man, I guess. Mm-hmm. And Angie told us that she kept having these reoccurring nightmares of going down this crypt-like walkway stone walls opening up into a big chamber and she said that she talked to this entity who told her that she had to sacrifice her children and it was like a reoccurring nightmare that she was having well it was weird I after that investigation it was around Thanksgiving so I went and spent some time with my family then I went back to college and I was in my dorm room and I was asleep and I started to have a similar dream like I was like oh shoot this is similar because I walked down this long corridor made with stone walls and I walked into this big stone chamber. I'm like, this is a lot like I was, it was lucid, very lucid because I could tell I could recollect this is a lot like Angie's dream. And so I turned around and I ran back down the hallway away from the chamber because I'm like, I'm not doing this and back up the stairs. And when I went up the stairs, I woke up. And as I woke up, there was a I literally was laying on my side looking towards the window. And when I woke up, there was this figure, a shadow in front of the window of my dorm room. 
And I, it took everything I had not to scream out loud. And I jumped up and I pressed my back against the wall and uh, blinked my eyes a few times and it was gone. But That is some horror movie type shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. that is. That is. Yeah, that's terrifying. I hate that for you. Could it have just been a bad dream that kind of count compounded with a hypnopompic hallucination? Who knows? But maybe. What's up with you in these words? <laughs> Hippopotamus? What'd you say? A, hip, a hippopotamus hallucination. No, a hypnopompic hallucination. It's hypnopompic. When, so yeah, the the those hallucinations. I'm sorry to be are, stupid, y'all. I really he just be throwing out these words. <laughs> uh. A lot of times they're so they they compound with night terror. So you think of hypnopompic oh, hallucinations, okay. but your body is awake, so you're dreaming physically while you're awake yeah. because your brain is asleep. But you're you're hallucinating through the dream world, but your eyes are open. So that's what they, they consider those night terrors when you see something in, a be in your bedroom with you when you wake up. Uh, mm -hmm. You have hypnopompic hallucinations, and then there's another one for as you're falling asleep as well. There's a name for that that I can't remember, but... That reminds me, growing up, my brother used to sleep with his eyes open. Creepy. Did you ever know, did you, have you ever seen somebody do that? No. Yes. I had a friend that did that. She was sleeping next to me. She, like, spent the night in our house, um, at my house, and I turn over, and she's just laying there staring at me. <laughs> and I jumped up. I said, bitch, what's wrong with you? And she was just looking. Like, she was just, and, like, for some reason, her eyes were just following me. Good Instead Lord. of it just, like, staying stationary. Like, I jumped up, and she looked up, and then I was, like, moving back and forth, and her <laughs> eyes were moving back and forth. I literally left that room, because that's the start of a horror movie. Yeah. And you wasn't going to catch my black ass in a situation like that. I bounced. I was not staying in that room. I went right to the living room, turned the TV on, turned all the lights on. And I was like, I wish you would come out here. Did you confront her about it? Yeah, I told her um, in the morning. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you about that. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, that's supposed to be the first thing you tell me before you spend a night at somebody's house. I wake up, you staring at me. Yeah, that I got might bills be to pay. Don't be messing with me like that. Mm -mm. I've never had a situation where someone was sleeping with their eyes open, but I have seen a couple of instances of sleepwalking that were quite, quite creepy. I used even, to do that as a kid. Don't even get me started on sleepwalking because that'll open up a whole nother can that my sister will be mad at me that I talk about. Ooh, another <laughs> podcast though. Yes. We could talk about sleepwalking. So I got some <laughs> stories about that. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's do um, it. I'll save my sleepwalking story for then, too. Okay, okay, next time, next time. Next time. Put down in the comments if you want to see us do a sleepwalking. Yeah. Because that's was also... That you? Huh? What was that noise? That might have been me. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm wiggling my toes because they're cold. Yeah, I know. It's getting pretty cold in here. Better turn that air conditioning off, Dave. <laughs> it's only 19 <laughs> degrees outside. It, it, might, it honestly might have been me because I'm like moving my toes. It might have just like popped or something Did and I just didn't even notice because they're numb. All right, Cody and Satori. Um, okay. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> See, oh that's karma. That's what you get. Wow. That's what you get. You popping your joints over here like there's ghosts in here. Come on. I know. I, it it might have been me because I'm just like moving my toes. They're cold. I don't have my shoes on. I left them at the door downstairs. That's okay. Because I don't wear my shoes in the house. Sorry, you cut that whole part out. But no, that's okay. I didn't um, mean to like do that. If that, I don't know if it was me, but if it was me, I'm sorry. But I'm just like moving my toes and my my. That's feet. okay. You want me to turn it off real quick? Yeah, you can if you want yes, to. Turn 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 it to heat if you can. <laughs> My toes because we're are, all about ready to... I know. My toes are literally numb. I know. Uh, I literally. Run. He's trying to freeze us out over here, everyone. We come up here. I had the heat on. Everything was nice and warm for us up here. It's We're getting ready to enter the coldest freeze of 
I think the the in three years or something like yes. that. Yes. And I come up here, keep it nice and warm for all of us. And Dave comes up here and he's like, oh, I turned the air conditioning on. Okay. It's hot. And okay. I'm like, but wait, hold on. But wait. Okay. Listen, but I'm the type of person that also like, even in the winter time sleeps with the fan on. Thank you. I have like two fans running in my room Same. and usually I will at least if it gets too hot for me, I will crack a window in the winter time. I don't play. I'm like, I, and my husband is anemic. Love you, honey. And so he's always cold. So he just kind of like, is just like always like right there under me. Cause he's like, <laughs> I'm so cold, but I'm like, I'm literally hot. Get off of me. So, yeah. I, I hear you. I, I have to have multiple fans running just to fall asleep. Listen, I am a silence sleeper. That's one thing that Dave and I have never agreed on, and we've traveled quite a bit and had to stay in hotel rooms Yeah. together, you know, um, and, you know, Dave's got one bed over there with a fan beside his head, and, you know, I'm mm -hmm. like, can you turn that down, please? I just, I love silence. I just don't like it because I have, like, ear crickets, and um, when it's... <laughs> <laughs> That's the symptom of the alien exosuit. <laughs> oh my god! Ear uh, crickets. I'm freaking out right now. Like, what did I walk into <laughs> today? Like, Ear crickets. Yeah, what is that? Just, like loud ringing and like tinnitus. Yeah, that's apparently the right word for it. <laughs> ear crickets. Ear crickets. This motherfucker said ear crickets. <laughs> Leave a comment if you've ever heard of ear crickets before, because... Ear crickets, yeah. Ear crickets? Yeah. I've never heard of that in my life. <laughs> but that's why I don't like it to be silent. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, can I talk about the the amount of consternation it has caused me when we've done investigations where we end the night by sleeping at the location? And you always ask on Paranormal Quest... Why don't you ever do like Amy's Crypt does and sleep at the location and film it? And let me tell you why we don't do that. It's because whenever we sleep at a location, there is one clip of me sleeping with a camera, some equipment, capturing weird sounds like we like I did at the Velisca Axe House. And then you go to Dave's camera angle and it's nothing but a wind tunnel and Alice in Wonderland on the TV. <laughs> He is dragging me through the mud today. What is going on? <laughs> oh my god! Like it—it it sounds like like one of those wind tunnels that they use at NASA for testing the aerodynamics of airplanes and oh rocket ships. Oh my gosh! And like, and I'm like, how are we going to capture paranormal <laughs> evidence with this? You're in here sleeping quietly, and he's sitting here, like like you said, working at NASA, trying to check the G forces. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I it, I literally asked him when we got back from. Uh, <laughs> Iowa and Kansas when we did the Sally House and Brushy, I was sitting there listening to his sleeping clip and yeah, all I could hear was the fan, but then I started hearing voices. <laughs> and I'm like, Dave, do you not hear these voices? Who else was in the house with you? Like, there's voices here. And he's sitting there listening and he's like, oh, I hear those. Yeah, what is that? Oh yeah, that's right. I had Alice in Wonderland on the TV. <laughs> oh I'm like, my God. <laughs> yeah, probably that's... not the best movie to be watching at the Sally House. No, no. See, that's when you need headphones. Yeah. You need some like, like, like noise, not no. Well, you probably need noise canceling headphones or something, but you could probably just have like headphones that you can sleep in, mm -hmm. and that would be the noise. But that way, the camera and everything like wouldn't catch it. True. Yeah, might have to do that. Yeah. Next time, but I still have to have a fan on. So you, they have like really quiet ones. They have quiet fans, <laughs> like a Dyson or something. No, he does not. He likes the loudest fans. Yeah, but if time. you have headphones, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> True. Yeah. Listen, I'm trying to think of solutions, okay? 
if y'all have a solution for the the battle between me and Ryan here, let us know. But that's why I was elated when Airbnb came on the scene because oh God, then we could just have our own bedrooms and I could have like nineteen fans, and <laughs> nobody's gonna complain. It goes it goes to ridiculous proportions, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but to be fair, I stopped traveling with my fan. You did, yeah. I remember for a lot of years. We had to make sure, like when we traveled, we had the ghost hunting equipment, our luggage, and we had to save room in the car for Dave's 24-inch box fan. Oh, yes. my God. <laughs> and there was 20. four of us traveling at that time. There was four of us traveling, Dave, Steve, myself, oh my and Jason, God. all of our equipment, all of our luggage, and somehow we still had to cram Jason's box fan, Dave's box fan, and Steve's wind turbine into the car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And here I am, the only silent sleeper out of the three. I don't need anything to sleep. I just need a pillow and a blanket. Maybe not even that. At the Monroe house, we slept on plywood. Yeah, I would literally just need headphones, blanket, and at least two pillows. Because I'm Mm. the type of person that also sleeps with a pillow in between my legs. Same. It's like, mm. Yeah. This went so not spooky. I it know. did. We're I'm so, so sorry. Far off topic. I'm I so sorry. <laughs> I get passionate about this. I mean, it is it is related to the paranormal and the paranormal investigation land. But anyway, um, should we get on to some viral paranormal TikTok videos? I love you guys yeah. so much. Yeah. I don't say that enough, but I love y'all. Oh my god. We love you too, people. Yeah, we love you too. Can sorry. you tell? This is this is just turning into us bickering like brothers on on a podcast. <laughs> I know, and I'm just here, just like vibing, just enjoying it. Hey, it, it, it's 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 that's what makes us great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hit the thumbs up button for bickering. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. What were we? What did? What, what, where do we want to go next? <laughs> the alien. <laughs> Should we watch some viral TikTok videos? Ooh, yeah. What and do you then guys move think? on to some email questions. Yeah. yeah. Let's start with the short one. So there's a short one that I sent that I feel like is going to be the easiest to debunk, and I just had to do it for for comedic purposes. That one. That one. Okay. (laughs) Here we go. Explain this, she says. Static electricity. Next one, please. (laughs) Damn, that was quick. No discussion, nothing. Not even a word of discussion. Now, mind you, for those that are just listening, it is a, I would assume, a uh, nurse or patient care technician um, in a hospital. It looks like she's behind a uh, a desk of some sort, maybe in like a, a, a... patient unit Mm -hmm. um but there's a strip of hair that is uh kind of turned and pointed up towards the ceiling and she's moving her head around trying to get this tuft of hair to fall down she's moving her hair and eventually she like smacks it down Mm -hmm. um i think it could possibly just be a hair in her hair that's holding on to her hair (laughs) and keeping her hair up yeah. <laughs> what? No. Okay. Or is like, or is like in my thought, I saw that it was like she had a hair that was going from that strand and was connected to the other hair, but yes. static electricity was holding it up. Let's watch this riveting TikTok one more time. Okay. Yes. Because I don't get it. Okay. It looks. But see when she bumps her hair, that it sticks. Yeah. She bumped her hair, and it 
folded back the other direction and it stuck to so it's just static electricity yeah. holding it up there that's it's the same thing that happens when you rub a balloon on your head mm-hmm. stupid no no offense to that lady if you'd like to come <laughs> on the podcast <laughs> just realize he's stupid <laughs> If you'd like to come on the podcast and defend your hair strand, let us know. Yes, and he wasn't calling you stupid. It's just no. the... No, me. you're way more intelligent than me. I could never work in a hospital setting. So, <laughs> Let's see. Which one do we want to do? There's that one. Let me see. That one's kind of cool. All right, so have you seen this one, Viva? No, I have not. Okay, me either. But I see a dog, and I don't like dogs, so <gasps> here we go. Dave's afraid of dogs. It's not that he doesn't like them, he's afraid of them. Okay, yeah, let's clarify that, because there's going to be a lot of dog people out here like, what did you just say? <laughs> they, they scare me. Okay, here we go. This security footage captured the homeowner's dog looking suspiciously out over their yard. The dog begins to bark as something spooks him. Suddenly, a strange set of disembodied legs runs across the background. The dog appears to be surprised by the sighting and heads inside. Looking more closely, the legs appear small and run at speed. Hmm. I wonder if it could possibly be... Well, it definitely looks very freaky. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that the way it was narrated, I don't really have to give much detailed information about the video um, for the listeners. But I wonder if maybe the it could have possibly been a person and maybe their shirt was so similar to the color of Mm. like the ground and the darkness and stuff when they ran. Obviously, if their pants are jet black, that's going to stand out a little bit more amongst the the gravel or the ground, the dirt, whatever that is, Mm -hmm. um, versus the shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're running in this gray top across that, that might blend in, but your pants might not. Yeah. Yeah, possibly. That could be. My thought on it is is whoever is running is running really fast. Yes. Faster Mm. than the frame rate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is, is my take on it. Yeah, like can't keep up, so it's just a blur or whatever, you know, the, the actual expanse. And it's dark back there. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. It's weird because you can see the legs, but you can't see up, so you can't even see the shape of anything moving. There's no, yeah. there's no blurred figure from the waist up, which I thought was kind of strange to me. That was one that kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look to be overlaid over top because it perfectly passes, you know, behind the telephone pole and behind the, the wall there. Yeah, it definitely is very, very strange, but I can see both ways how, because I've, I've seen videos of like apparitions and stuff mm-hmm. and like figures, like full bodied apparitions and figures and mists and stuff like that, that you're like, that's definitely weird. Um, I have questions, um, but obviously there's there's a 50-50 chance. So that one's definitely very creepy. If I saw that on my security camera, um, then I would be a little bit spooked. Yeah, I'd be too. I also thought that maybe it was an animal and that it just was Could disfigured be. because of the speed of it, like the shape of it as it was moving. Mm. Like it was an animal that was running on all fours, but it was such a blur. Oh, okay. Could we play it again just so I can see? Yeah see it from that perspective. Yeah, from that perspective. Because that would also get the dog's attention if Mm -hmm. it was an animal moving very fast. Three, Um, two, one, go. This security footage captured the homeowner's dog looking suspiciously out over their yard. The dog begins to bark as something spooks him. Suddenly, a strange set of disembodied legs runs across the background.
The dog appears to be surprised by the sighting hmm. and heads mm -hmm. inside. Looking more now. closely, the legs appear small and run at speed. Uh, yeah, the way that the legs are going up, like that's a knee. Well, obviously animals have knees, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a knee and legs and feet. Animals don't have that. No, the way that it moves, it seems very human. Yes. It doesn't seem like it's an animal, but I can... I'm not saying that's the explanation. I'm yeah. just throwing it out as a possibility that it could have been a small animal running that was moving so quickly that mm -hmm. the, the actual frame rate of the video couldn't keep up with whatever was running back there, you know? Um, yeah. But it also could be something paranormal. It could be a partial manifestation of an apparition that's moving across that person's driveway and running. I don't I don't know. I mean, it's weird. There's no, de there's no definitive debunk on this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it could be a number of different things. We can't say for sure that it was a person. We can't say for sure that it was an animal. We also can't say for sure that it was a ghost, but you can tell us in the comments below. Yeah, what do you guys think? Which one of those do you think was more likely to be paranormal? And which one do you think was more likely to be static electricity? <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, we know what side he's on. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. For our next segment after the TikTok videos, now we're moving on to email submitted videos, messages. And yes. This one comes from Roxy Love from, what was the group name? You just uh, closed it on me. Something Austria? From Australia. Spirit Search Australia, Roxy mm. Love, Paranormal Investigator. Okay, let me read this. Out real quick, it says, G'day, Ryan and Dave. My name is Roxy Love, and I'm I'm a paranormal investigator from Australia. I would appreciate it if you could have a look at these two shorts that I captured last week from an abandoned house that used to be my late father's home, and also I lived in this home for many years. While my father was living there, I am aware of two deaths that happened there. One person who passed in the house we were very close with, and the other death was a young man who crashed his car through the front fence and passed away instantly in Ooh, our front lawn. My gosh. That's crazy. That is. I lived in the house for many years and I lived in the house for many years after these deaths occurred and we experienced a lot of unexplained events happening while living there like hearing footsteps all the time, lights constantly flickering and having a phone that used to ring all the time and it wasn't even plugged into the wall. Wow. Weird. It has been around 10 years since I had last been to the house, and when I found out it was now abandoned, I decided to go back there and investigate it. I went there on New Year's Eve because the lady who we were very close with passed away in the house. It was her birthday, so I was curious to see if I could connect with her. Just keep in mind, guys, that I'm an absolute beginner when it comes to video editing, so I am so sorry for the lack of experience in my footage. I obviously have the raw, uncut footage as well. I was completely alone, and I know people will say the door that slamming in the video could have been someone there opening the door and slamming it shut, and that would be a fair call, but I hand on heart was there alone. Well, let's take a look at these videos there, Roxy, and don't you worry about the video editing. You know, video editing is something that takes a lot of practice to get to get under your belt. We understand. Oh! Oh my god! I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know it was gonna do that. Sorry. That scared me! <laughs> oh my gosh! We understand entirely is what I was trying to say. <laughs> oh, gosh. Into the video. There's something banging upstairs. It must be the wind. Not that there is any wind around, as you can see. But there's banging coming from upstairs. Oh. I just saw a flash. I saw that. I just saw a yeah. flash going from the camera. 
Oh. Oh, wow. I just saw a flash. I just saw a white flash go in front of the camera. I was honestly expecting, like, thunderclap afterwards, you know? Yeah. Um, this is better editing than I can do. <laughs> just saying. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thoughts, Mr. Editor? Thoughts on the, on the, I mean, the only thing that I could think of that it could be that wasn't paranormal is just like a sudden sporadic flash of lightning, but mm -hmm. yeah, you know, if, if it wasn't lightning and you know, you didn't experience that, I don't really know what it could be. It was way too fast for it to be a shift in exposure on the camera because yeah. generally when exposure shifts happen in cameras, they tend to last a second or two. That was just a very quick flash. Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, that's the only logical explanation for a flash of light like that that I could think of, that it was, you know, just a sudden and sporadic and unexpected flash of lightning behind you. But the only other thing that I could think of is if maybe you were you were holding a flashlight and absentmindedly, like, like it flat, like you hit the button and it kind of just flashed real quick. That's the only thing I could think of. But and I was also thinking it could have been like, I don't know how the climate is while she was like recording this video, but like heat lightning, mm -hmm. you know how when it gets too hot, there's always like a flash of light. It could have possibly been that. Sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's a strange one for sure. And it was very, it was a very bright flash because all of us oh, saw yeah. it immediately. Immediately. So, but if that was if that wasn't a, something explainable, you know, obviously we weren't there in the moment to yeah. to know yeah. to debunk it, you know, for ourselves. But if if there were no environmental factors, and that's really creepy, yeah. that is really weird. Let's check out the second one: door this slamming. Is the one that's gonna get us get our juices pumping, I think. Oh, baby, is that you, Kai? K2 meters going nuts. I'm assuming Ooh. in a... In Again. A, yep. Oh. It sounded like it opened and closed because yeah. you can hear the hinge squeak. That was an open and slam shot. Who did that? Who, Catball? Catball. <laughs> oh. I am the voice of... I know. the Catball? <laughs> wow. That was loud as. It was. I heard that. Is that you, Kay? I'm assuming abandoned house, no electricity, right? You I would, would assume, yeah. assume so, yeah. Again. Yep. Mm -hmm. oh. You can hear the hinge squeaking, <gasps> then it yep. slams like it opens and closes. That was an opening. And then just the fact that the uh, cat ball started going off after that slam, while the K2 meter is going off, it's like somebody just entered, like somebody just entered the chat. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, we, we have to take her at her word for it. She said she was yeah. there alone, mm -hmm. and that is crazy. She wasn't there alone because in the second video there was a man's voice. Or was that a TikTok live stream where you can have someone on That's what I was thinking. You. Oh, yeah. possibly. Okay, like, okay, like okay. a co-host on a live stream kind of deal. Is that, yes. is that what it was, Roxy? Let us know in the comments. That's what I assumed it was, that you had someone connected via TikTok live stream that was talking to you while you were investigating. But. Also, Roxy, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm you're so fine. Sorry. No. I was just going to compliment her. I love your voice. <laughs> you sound so cute. Can we have Roxy on? 
Come on the podcast, Come on the Roxy. Podcast. Come on, Roxy. Tell us a little she more has such in depth a about cute this. Voice. Mm-hmm. Aww. Hi, Roxy. <laughs> Those Aussie accents will get you every time. I know. Stop. I'll marry her. Don't make me. <laughs> hey, girl. How you doing? Mm-hmm. How How did I possibly? You probably closed it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> My God. Sorry, it's the aliens. <laughs> They're emerging. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's Jesus. Jesus. Okay. Don't read it. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He says, hey guys, I love the podcast and best of luck on your project. I explored an abandoned mansion and caught this on camera during a live stream on YouTube. But before I went into the kitchen, I didn't hear it myself but the camera captured what seems to be a growl, and a bit after that, this thing was captured as well. What was also weird is that during the exploration, the Spirit Talker app, which I use on the phone with no service, said, Lord of the Demons, and Do You Like Satan? It was said in Spanish, since my channel is in Spanish. I have the raw footage as well that I downloaded from my YouTube channel, since it was during a live. Could it be a black plastic bag, which there are plenty of in that house? I don't know, but I do find it weird that you can see facial features. Let me know what you think, and if it's something you can use on your podcast. Surprise, we're using it on the podcast. Hey, Surprise, hey, Jesus, it's on the podcast. <laughs> okay, here we go. That's a cool mansion. Yeah, why really can't cool. we ever find places like that? That's so cool. I don't know. I it's know. So, it's creepy, too. Look at that. Slow-mo scared okay. me. Okay. Arriba. Man, that place is... The scariest part about this clip is that chancla. <laughs> Wait, pause it, Dave. I'm so sorry. I I'm just so realized sorry. what you said in my yes. brain. I was like, the scariest part about that video is a chancla. <laughs> if you are African American, Spanish, any POC out there, you know a chancla is dangerous, <laughs> especially in the hands of an abuela. Oh my gosh! The fact that there's just a rogue chancla, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared for you, Jesus. Run. <laughs> I just got to say it. I got to say it. I got to say it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. It's true. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Scared. Hanging from the there. ceiling, though. Buenas noches. Ya estoy en el segundo piso. Hoy. That's a cool shot. Yeah, that is. That place is amazing. Wow. It is. Take us there. That's yeah. Awesome. Let's get Jesus on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, but that that was the scariest part about that whole thing. Was that rogue chancla? No. No. Jesus, I don't know why you didn't turn around as soon as you saw it. That meant that there was an abuela in there and she was coming for blood right there. Honestly, you should have ran. 
Oh my gosh. Mm. But no, that was a cool clip though. That was. It was. To me behind that that uh the the black uh mass on the floor in question that he was talking about. Mm-hmm. To me that did look like a piece of trash laying back there yeah. like a trash bag and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but I mean definitely a lot of creepy activity in there besides that. I mean the different responses you were getting um and just the overall vibe of the place was just really creepy jesus that's a really cool location yeah it definitely felt weird just watching it and i was just it always creeps me out like i love those urban x videos that you see online but Mm -hmm. it always terrifies me that as soon as you go around a corner there's going to be something there that's going to jump out at you or something's going to fly off like a counter or through a wall or something so you're very brave for (laughs) being able to do that like by yourself yeah uh, yeah kudos to you but um it, it could have very easily been a trash bag um the lighting obviously you had the light on the camera and everything mm-hmm. it could have just kind of caused like a matrix matrixing effect where it created some sort of facial features to me it just looked like a shiny black bag yeah but mm-hmm. it's still a very very creepy yes. place a very creepy video yeah. i agree yeah that is that was that was pretty creepy mm-hmm. and it's really cool to see a, a Spanish-speaking channel out there doing paranormal investigations, yeah. and 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 that you know that you watched the podcast and submitted that to us. That's really cool. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to all of my bilingual baddies out there who do paranormal <laughs> investigating. Yeah. we love you. Big ups to you. Yes. Um, and I wish I could speak another language, but I can't. Me too. I know. I wish I could. I, I was trying. I was using Duolingo for a little while to try and learn some Spanish, but then I got busy and. Yeah, you listen. It. You start. You start missing out on them Duolingo check-ins. Duolingo gonna end up at your door, banging <laughs> on it, like, "Yo, check in, dog." <laughs> like they don't play. You'll see. Du- that's what's haunting the house. It's Duolingo. <laughs> ah, yeah, get back on it, Ryan. Come it's on, Duolingo. They're, yep, they're poking me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Are you ready for your next lesson? <laughs> exactly. So next we have Instagram polls and Q&A, right? For those of you that don't know, we have an Instagram page. Those of you that are just watching for the first time, it is Coffee and Coffee Coffee and Scream Podcast. Coffee and yes. Scream Podcast. Head over and check it out. You can follow us, hopefully. And then you can take part in some of the Instagram polls that we do in our story. You can also see updates. And here eventually we're going to start posting clips from these longer form ones on Instagram so you can watch little snippets of it. And I'm sure that will be one of them, the chancla clip. Listen, <laughs> yes, because it's scary. Yeah. Y'all never, listen, y'all never had a fear in your heart of a chancla. Okay. <laughs> I can't say that I have. I have had several chanclas thrown at me in my day. Okay. And you know the ones that are the most dangerous. Uh, if you know, you know. The ones that are the most dangerous are the ones where the abuela has been wearing them for probably 20 years. They're really flat and they're curled up when nobody's like like walking around in them. They're like blades in the air and they just kind of curve and just... They always hit their target. Like a boomerang. Yes. And it comes back. Oh my gosh. And they hurt, dude. I'm sure. Oh my gosh. Don't even get me started. Whew. I need a drink. V was fired up over the chunkla. They scare me. <laughs> Shaking. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, so palms so, are sweating. I know. Knees weak, arms are heavy. Mm. It's warming on a sweater already. Mom's I will cease and desist. I know. Sorry, Eminem. Love come you, on, Eminem. Marshall. Marshall, come on the podcast. What's come going on? on? Miss yeah. you. We're up to how many three cease and desists on this one? I think so. Yep. 
Make sure you guys are keeping count on how many season desists we have in each uh, episode of Coffee and Scream podcast. Because there's always going to be some. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Instagram poll. Yes. So for this one, it ties in with the theme of today's episode, which is about aliens. And I polled and I said, do you believe aliens are real? And how do you guys think that that turned out? Give us the options because oh, I don't yeah, know how many there are. Yeah, so there were four <laughs> options. Yes, no, maybe, and yes, but they look different than, you know, what is shown to us, like the little gray things. I, so do I have to give like a percentage for each one? Or do Just, I have to say which one's the highest, I think? Yeah, which one do you think is the highest? I think yes is the highest. Okay. I think, oh, that's a tough one. And a percentage. Oh, what, listen, okay. Yes is the highest, and it has 51%. Okay. I think yes, but they look different is the highest, and I'm going to say, like, because there's four options, it's probably, like, 44%. Okay. Vivo was closer <gasps> again on this one. Ah, <laughs> I'm really that girl. You are. The, the top answer was yes at 49%. I almost said 49 <laughs> I almost said 49, I swear. Followed by, yes, they look different at 25%. Followed by maybe at 18%. Followed by no at 8%. Mm. So more people believe in them than not. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. It is. I mean, but it, it, it really is one of those situations where you have to believe there's something else out there in the universe besides us. It's just, it would be improbable. It would be scientifically and mathematically improbable that we are the only planet with life, intelligent life. That yeah. Is, you know. I feel like there has to be something else out there. Otherwise, we as human beings wouldn't be venturing out into space and creating these new spacecrafts and these new like dr drones to go out there. I know they're not specifically like called drones. I forget what they're called. Like rovers, like rovers oh, and yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. um, like there has to be a purpose. We're not just sending all of these pieces of equipment out there just to kind of la li la li la and neander through there has to be a reason so i think that there's something and technically the government did say that there are aliens yeah so they did confirm but i can only trust them as far as i can throw them so i'd like to talk to elon about aliens and elon, what he knows i already told you in the first podcast me and elon <laughs> we're gonna scrap it out if he come over here well i'd like to see that too i know you'd win Okay, sound off in the comments. Who y'all think gonna win in a fight? Me or Elon Musk? Cease and desist from Elon Musk, but who y'all think gonna win in a fight? Yeah, leave a comment below. You got who do you got? Viva or Elon in a in a fist fight? <clears throat> I wish he would. I wish he would too. <laughs> for the sake of the for the sake of the entertainment. Yes. Yeah. Forget alien views. God, could you imagine the views on that? You fighting Elon? Cage fighting Elon Musk? That'd be great. He Gosh. would it be one round knockout. <laughs> yeah. It'd be two hits. Me hitting him, him hitting the floor. There you go. I believe it. I believe hmm. it. Let's move on to some viewer voicemails. Yes, we're going to end the show with viewer voicemails. You guys ready for this? And remember, you can send us a voicemail. Yes. If you want to call in and leave a voicemail, the number is 740 Five three eight zero four seven seven, and keep it at ninety seconds or less, or we're not going to be able to use it. That's right, because you won't be able to get the full story in before it cuts you off. So keep it under ninety. And calling two or three times in a row doesn't count as no. keeping it under ninety seconds. Okay, so we've got a bunch here. We've got Robert, 
James Dean. Oh. Ooh. Oh no. And he's back from the grave. I was gonna say, <laughs> ooh. And Liam. Hmm. We'll let Viva we'll, pick the first one. Okay, we're gonna do we'll probably do two because we're yeah. short on time. I will pick James Dean because I want to see what he has to say from beyond the grave. Okay. Find out if Zach Bagans truly has his axle. <laughs> <laughs> Cease and desist from Zach Bagans. Continue. That's the in, the in Zach Bagans Haunted Museum. He supposedly at one time or still does have the axle from James Dean's car uh, that he crashed in. Yeah. yeah. Cease and desist from Zach. Don't come on the podcast. Mm, yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Here we go. How do I play it? Oh, the play button. Here we go. Big fan. My name's James Dean. I live in upstate New York. I'm watching currently your podcast, Talking Screen. And I'm going to tell you a quick story about a glitch in the Matrix. I was in Lake George. I was with my mom. We were over by these big boats that go out on day tours. And we were all by ourselves. And it was eerily all by ourselves. There was nobody around. And the boats are usually heavily occupied by people, tourists, blase, blase. We looked over to the right, and above the water, we saw three birds, and they were seagulls, and they were kind of floating. So I said, oh, they're catching the uh, the wind, you know? And then they decided to fly backwards without their wings moving, literally backwards. And they went about 20 feet, and then I turned. My mom and I looked at each other. We turned back, and they were not there. Ooh. So, <laughs> that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. That's creepy. That's wow. kind of the, what is it with glitch in the Matrix moving backwards? Dave's wheelchair oh, man I know. backwards, and now the <gasps> seagulls that the the disappearing seagulls moving backwards. Oh my god! And the guy in the wheelchair, he disappeared too. Yeah. Yeah. Have we cracked the code? Do glitches in Matrix go backwards and then disappear? That's could it, weird. Could it be a tear in the space-time continuum? Ooh. Or could it be Adam Sandler from that movie Click, where he like pauses and then rewinds? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. That movie's not good by any means. Shout out to Adam Sandler. But um, if you know, you know. But that is a very strange one. And I know I've been like to the beach before, and I've seen seagulls and stuff, and they do kind of have that thing where they just kind of float. Mm-hmm. In the air, yeah, that they, makes any sense? Yeah, they catch the wind. Yeah. Um, that's so, that, ew. I would hate, I would hate that. I don't like seagulls to begin with, so. <laughs> yeah, they're annoying. They're, they are. They're creepy. Have you ever looked at their eyes? Mm-hmm. I don't like them. God, they're like, like dead inside. Yeah, have you ever made eye contact with one? Yeah. Like stare deep into their eyes, yeah. They're Why are you evil. St- Did you take it out for dinner as well? <laughs> well, I mean, it was trying to eat my french fries on the beach. So hey. Technically, it was offering itself my dinner. Damn. But yeah. The doll of that bird. Oh! <laughs> 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 I punched the light. <laughs> oh my gosh! I got real excited about that joke. That was a good one. Thank that you. was a good one. Thank you. Thank oh you. my gosh. <laughs> James Dean, that was a fantastic voicemail. Thank you for sending that to us. And also, you were literally watching the first episode of the yeah. podcast, and then you sent us that one. So thank you for the support. Yes, we love you, you very much. Very cool story. Very creepy. And yeah. 
very interesting. If you guys have any glitch in the Matrix stories you want to send us, send them in to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. We can always do another episode mm-hmm. on glitch in the Matrix stuff because it, there's so many stories. So mm-hmm. many stories. I think I've seen a few videos online of like glitch in the Matrix people catching them and like recording them. So Ooh. yeah, I'll have to send that to you. It's real creepy. All right. So who's next? Let's do Liam. Here we go. Hi, my name is Leanne Swan. I grew up as an undertaker's daughter. On Mm, top of that, my dad became an undertaker when I was at the age of about six or seven years old. As soon as he finished college, we were able to move into the funeral home that he was going to represent and, and function. Jealous. And I had lived on top of this funeral home from the age of six or seven till about 14. Wow. And boy, do I have the stories. <laughs> it was, A, the most beautiful home that we had ever lived in. However. I imagine. Yeah. The things that I have seen there um, during funerals and not during funerals. Mm. And as a child. It was very hard to discern who was real and who mm. wasn't because at that age they were full bodied. Now as an mm. adult, I don't see them full bodied. I see either from the feet up to the waist or mm. I see them from about chest high and their face. That's how I can discern. But as a child, it was difficult to discern between who was of this world and who wasn't. And I have stories. Oh, I bet. It oh, yeah. wasn't scary for me. It was just a normal way of growing up. But my phone number is 906. Don't do that, please. <laughs> please don't. We appreciate it. Uh, maybe we will call you back. <laughs> you know, just surprise phone call from, from us. Um, but please don't leave your phone number. We don't want to dox yeah. anybody. Do no. not dox yourselves, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, but that is so cool. There have been like people that live, like have apartments above funeral homes and stuff, which is so crazy to me. It's one thing to like go to a place and investigate it and like be able to leave, but then to live in a constant state of death is a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like would be it, I feel like it would be very taxing. Oh yeah. Yeah, because for a if, child. Yeah, yeah, especially for a child and maybe even an adult depending on how sensitive you are. Um I feel like you having to be there during funerals. Um, when the bodies are brought in and being prepped and stuff like that, you have families that come in that are sad, um, like literally grieving family members. And that energy can just be soaked into a place. That's true. So I I feel like even though it would be super cool from a paranormal investigator standpoint to be in a place like that, to live in a place like that, but from a realistic life standpoint, that would just be way too much when you're upstairs trying to watch the backyardigans or <laughs> bluey or deadpool or something and you hear people wailing downstairs for yeah, like yeah. a loved one that has passed like That's i true. wouldn't be able to do that i didn't even think of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, it like from a paranormal investigator standpoint it's that would be gold right there but right. from a hu- like a human standpoint i could not 
Yeah, it would be very tough. Very, very tough. It would be. Yeah, that. I mean, that would be very emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and Liam's voicemail also kind of brings up another topic. Also, she mentioned that being a child, seeing full-bodied apparitions walking around, and then as as you age, do you know seeing less and less of that? You know, of obviously Liam and how you know the stories that they told probably some sort of gift to be able to see stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it kind of comes down to that theory that we talked about with, you know, the last podcast with that video of the child seeing the papa. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. You know, and, and the story of Hannah at the penitentiary. Um, and the story of Amaya at, at, yep. the, at the anchorage, you know, mm-hmm. children, younger people seeing things more clearly than adults can and so that was a that was a really cool perspective liam thank you oh yeah yeah. that was really cool thank you thank you both for um, yeah or for everybody who sent in something that we used on the podcast we really appreciate it yes thank you to everybody that we haven't listened to yet we will we will i promise but those those two were definitely really really good they they were. were yeah so well that ends Another episode of Coffee and Scream. It yeah. does. Yeah, this went by way too fast. <gasps> I um, know. It's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you next week because we got more episodes coming at you. This has been, we released the first episode, had a little bit of a break, and now we're going to have episodes coming at you pretty much every single week from what I can tell. Yeah. So yes. be ready for more Coffee and Scream. Be ready for some really cool guests. The next podcast you'll see, we will have a guest that we are interviewing. So. Yeah, yeah, we did not expect this podcast to do so well and cause so much excitement. So we're glad that you guys uh, really enjoyed it. So yeah, we we are back for more, baby. See, I think it also helps that we're also very excited. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of times with podcasts, some people might be a little bit like, oh, we got to do this again. Yeah, you know. But we're like, we're here for the long <laughs> haul, baby. Oh yeah, absolutely. She said it. She said it. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, and we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. 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 The timer went off. It did. Period. (laughs) 